Hey, what's up, y'all? It is Ash Cash here with another awesome episode of the Ash Cash Show. Happy Monday. And today we're going to talk about the market's year-to-date performance. We give you Fed Chair Jerome Powell's outlook on the economy. What large economy has officially entered into a recession? Are there a new round of stimulus packages being sent? FDA approved at home, no swabs. Recap of Ludacris versus Nelly battle. DMX in trouble with the IRS. And of course, we answer all of your financial questions. Tune in, tap in. The Ash Cash Show. Let's do it. Let's do it. I ain't talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money ain't a thing, money ain't a thing. Money in the bank, money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk, so talk money. Ash cash show, 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 ash cash show, ash cash show. All right, morning, morning, morning. Welcome to the Ash Cash Show. Every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. To my mind right moguls, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, if you're listening, whatever you're doing, we appreciate you. You are a mind right mogul, and we are saluting you. Uh, If you have not subscribed to the podcast, uh, go to the ashcastshow.com and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I am, you know, we'll be releasing uh, exclusive interviews. So I won't do interviews live here because uh, I was not, not enough time. Uh, but I will be uh, releasing some live interviews soon, uh, one-on-ones that you can only find on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, theashcastshow.com. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, this is a movement we are creating a news outlet for us by us. Uh, so let's def- definitely, uh, you know, share this word. Uh, you know, you know, share it, like it, tell a friend to tell a friend. But make sure you 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 are uh, subscribe on AshCashTV.com. All right. So as you know, uh, we 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 always start our show. Uh, first, uh, we go over uh, the news, and we talk about what's in the news. And then I open it up for any questions that you guys may have. Um, and so that is the Ask Ash Cash segment. So we have the news, uh, what's happening in the finance world, what's happening in the, in, the, in the hip-hop and pop culture world as well. So we'll talk about some of those things. Uh, and then we'll open it up for any questions. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free. You can email them, info at mindrightmoney.com. You can also... Uh, send your 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 messages uh, via social media, and so uh, we're looking at uh, the question box. Uh, you can put them in IG in the question box. Uh, you can put them down below if you're watching live on Facebook. Uh, but then again, you could you could also uh, email them as well. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Overtime hoops, my guy AJ was good, man. Grace the DJ. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. DJ M Fresh was good, my G. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, so let's start with the uh, with, with with news, with the finance news, um, and so uh, let's go over the markets, right? So the markets uh, year to date performance, and this is uh, via Morning Brew as of market close, um, and so for year to date, uh, the Nasdaq is up 047 percent. 
uh, S&P uh, 500 uh, is actually down 11.36% uh, year-to-date. Uh, we have the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 17.01%. Uh, gold is up year-to-date 15.40%. So anybody uh, who's interested in, in, in gold, uh, do some research on it. But it is up 15.40%. Uh, Ten-year uh, 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 Treasury is, is actually down. Uh, one point uh, one 127.40 bips. Um, and then oil is down. Man, y'all ready for this? Oil is down 51.46% year to date. So, uh, yeah, oil is down. And we talked about this in, in some of the earlier uh, shows, uh, but it's really, it's really about um, supply and demand. Um, and so when you look at the economy, um, Jerome, the Fed Chair Jerome Powell uh, talked about the economy, and uh, he was on 60 Minutes uh, talking about the economy, and one of the questions they asked was, uh, will the economy recover? Uh, and so what, you know, what he's saying is, we really don't know, which is, I think we all were thinking that, it, that we don't know, but to hear, uh, I guess, the Fed Chair, the person who is in charge of knowing these things about the about the economy, um, he said that he really doesn't know, uh, because at the end of the day, here's a the reason why he doesn't know is because there's so much out unknowns, right? And so, um, what he was saying was that there he expects there be a steady economic growth in the second half of the year, but that's only if there's not a second wave of the virus, right? And so if you know if, if things start to to settle down and there's no second wave. Then you know his 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 estimation uh, is that that the economy will start to grow the second half of next year, which is the second half of 2021, right? But if there's a second wave of the virus, then the recovery of the economy may may be more prolonged than expected. Uh, and so, I mean, at this point, we're just hoping that. Uh, us as individuals take proper precautions so that we, uh, you know, stop the spread. Number one, number two, that the elective officials start to take uh, the proper precautions that's needed uh, to stop the spread. R right now, we're, we're, we're watching a lot of states um, open up, cities are opening up, and they're choosing um, the economy over proper precautions. And I'm not saying this because I see different opinions about this, right? So I see some people saying, well, how, how are people supposed to eat? Especially when you think about the black and brown community where majority of the at-risk um, jobs to catch the coronavirus, uh, where you like in close proximity, things of that nature, uh, are held, you know, uh, predominantly uh, by by black and brown the black and brown community and so you know you know a community that for the most part has been um, you know always plagued with 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 uh, uh, inequality economic inequality things of that nature so when you think about opening up it's it's a you know I, I could go both ways is what I'm saying I'm I, I could go both ways part of me is saying hey be safe but then you know there there are a population of people who need uh, to feed their families. You know what I mean. And I and I you know I 
you know, for me, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I, that I, that I, my business doesn't, uh, I don't have to be around people uh, in order to conduct, you know, my business. Uh, but there are people who do, you know, and so uh, it's a double edged sword. So, uh, you know, let's just keep a, a lookout on that. But let's, you know, again, let's still use uh, our common sense. Let's still, um, you know, kind of uh, uh, listen to, to science, too, you know, and, and see uh, what's happening. Um, I thought this interesting as well. So internationally, uh, Japan, uh, which is the world's third largest economy, has officially entered a recession. Uh, but just to kind of uh, let you understand what a recession is, a recession is uh, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, meaning that businesses are not growing. Uh, the you know, and so two consecutive quarters of negative, right? So first quarter January, February, March; second quarter of Mar uh, uh, April, May, June, uh, which actually then they they, they might have had a a negative because the second quarter isn't up yet. Uh, and so they might have had negative on the fourth quarter of last year, 2019, and in the first quarter of, of 2020. And so that they're officially, uh, you know, in a recession. Uh, and just kind of give you give you an update on, on who are, um, you know, the, the, the top economies in the world. Um, obviously, or maybe not obviously, but obviously uh, America is the is the number one uh, top uh, economy. Um, and then China, uh, then Japan. So the third largest economy uh, in the world uh, has uh, officially gone into a recession. Um, you know, uh, after Japan, you got Germany, India, UK, France, Italy, Brazil, and Canada in that order. Um, but just to kind of give you a, a spectrum, um, the, the size of the U.S. economy uh, is uh, uh, 21.4, uh, and that's in... Um, I guess that's in, in trillions. Um, then you then the second largest economy, which is China, at fourteen point one. Then Japan at five point two, right? Then you look at the other economies, right? Uh, Germany three point nine, uh, India two point nine, uh, UK two point seven, uh, France two point seven, uh, Italy two point uh, oh, Brazil one point eight, and Canada one point seven. Like if you take, let me see, let me see, six, uh, four is ten. Three, that's 13, 16, um, another three, that's uh, 19, 21, and then four, right? So if you take two, four, six, and seven, you take the, the, the bottom seven economies, which is Germany, India, UK, France, Italy, Brazil, and Canada, the U.S. economy is bigger than all of those countries put together. So just to kind of give you context on why... Um, U.S. is the superpower, why people are always looking at the U.S. economy, um, you know, to, to follow what, what else the world is doing. So keep that in mind um, as well. All right. Um, so in today's news, the House passes the HEROES Act. Um, and so House lawmakers pass new legislation uh, that will provide $3 trillion in coronavirus relief. Uh, the $600 per week increase in unemployment insurance established previously under the CARES Act would be extended until January 2021, right? And so right now, those payments are scheduled to end by July 31st, the latest. Um, and so, you know, the the House uh, or the HEROES Act uh, is looking to ex extend that. Um, the thing about that, though, is it passed the House 
um, people are speculating that it's going to be really, really hard for it to pass um, the the Senate, right? So, so it was it was the Democrats uh, who passed it in the House, um, but people are speculating that the Senate is probably not going to pass it. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but this is definitely a great start um, for uh, a second round of stimulus packages because, like I said earlier, um, you know the the Fed chairman. Uh, he's saying, you know, if if things start to if things remain the same, then he sees a recovery starting a second you know second quarter next year. But uh, if there's a second wave of the virus, then then he's you know he's he's potentially you know we don't know when 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 the, when the economy is going to recover. So these you know the stimulus checks, uh, unemployment being extended uh, is a good thing for those who are already uh, already strapped. Uh, in other news, uh, FDA approves an at-home no-swab, uh, and so the Food and Drug Administration is granting emergency clearance uh, for a coronavirus testing kit that allows people uh, to take navel, uh, nasal samples in their own home and send it to a laboratory for diagnostic testing. Uh, the FDA granted uh, the clearance uh, to the company uh, Everly Well Incorporated, so we, 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 should, we should look into Everly Well. Uh, I'm not sure if Everly Well is being traded uh, on the stock market, uh, but maybe we should look into Everly Well Inc. Uh, e v e r l y w e l l Inc. Uh, for my mind right moguls out there, uh, check it for me. Uh, put it in the comments. Uh, let let me know if if it's a publicly traded company. Uh, but the new test is authorized uh, to be used by individuals uh, at home. Uh, who have been screened using an online questionnaire that is reviewed by a healthcare provider. So um, I think that's a, you know, that's a, a way of, you know, testing without being so uh, pervasive, uh, you know, and, and, and having people come to your house. Because I know that they had the HR 666 uh, proposal where they would do mass testing and come to your house. And so potentially uh, you doing it on your own. Um, is is less uh, an intrusion of your privacy and less forceful. Um, so so look out for that. Uh, this was interesting and and, and almost and almost um, expected. Grocery prices are on the rise, right? So as the coronavirus uh, pandemic continues, Americans now uh, have a new battle to fight. Uh, and that's higher prices at the grocery stores. The Labor Department reported last week uh, that consumers paid 2.6% more for groceries in April than they did in March, right? So prices are, are going up. Uh, the largest one-month uh, one increase since February 1974, right? And so, um, you know, we're seeing that the, you know, that grocery is, is the prices are going up. Um, and, and it's gone up 2.6%, which is the largest that it's ever increased since February 1974, right, which is a, which is a big deal. Uh, the price of meat, poultry, fish, and eggs rose 4.3%. Uh, uh, cereal and uh, bakery products jumped 2.9%. And fruits, vegetables, and dairy goods all jumped 1.5%. Right. And so, look, the price index for eggs alone climbed to just over 16 percent. Eggs climbed over 16 percent, the biggest increase of any single food. And so we know, again, supply and demand, uh, which which demand is high. Right. So demand is really, really high. 
But I think supply is what's driving the prices up, right? Because when you think about the demand being high, uh, but then with with everything shutting down and, and production not being the way it's it's you know it's supposed or usually is, um, there's now sort of this scarcity. Uh, and then and then when you look at the scarce VR company that allows you to attend concerts, and so is this right? Is this the uh, the future, right? Is this the future of live events? Um, and so, uh, tech giant a Apple has acquired the virtual the virtual reality company Next VR in a deal reportedly worth around a hundred million dollars. Uh, the purchase suggests that Apple is preparing to expand its business to include virtual reality and augmented reality. Uh, Next VR builds VR software that puts users inside sporting events, concerts, and other live events and had previously created custom experiences for the NBA, WWE, CNN, and more. So think about that for a second. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think it's dope. Uh, to be amongst people um, and to be, you know, uh, connected and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, um, if if you want to experience these things and not necessarily uh, want to uh, be around people, but you still want to experience the live of it, I ha I've never done sort of like a, you know, virtual reality. I've, uh, you know, I've heard uh, that it feels real, you know, depending on 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 the platform you're using. Um, and so, um, you know, I think that potentially that could be uh, the wave. Uh, but uh, Martizia uh, on IG says uh, health issues are related to, to VR, not me. That's that's a great point. Uh, so we definitely want want to look at that. Right. Because virtual reality, what you know, what are you putting, you know, like what 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 um, rays and, and things that you're you know, kind of putting next to your body, I mean, specifically, you know, clo so close to your brain. Uh, so that's a good point. That's, that's something good to, to, to look at. Uh, so appreciate that, Martesia. Um, and so, um, all right, cool, cool. And then so uh, Reagan Slade says, uh, time to go vegan, right? When you think about the meat prices and fish and all that stuff going up. So it might be time to go vegan because because at the end of the day, you can uh, raise your own, you know, raise your own food. Uh, we also know that Everly is not um, has not gone um, has not gone public yet. Uh, the CEO is Julia Cheek, and they founded the company in 2015. Thank you, My Right Moguls, uh, for your quick, uh, you know, for your quick responses. I I appreciate you. Uh, in hip hop news, um, uh, I did hockey experience a couple of years ago. Bass Moreno said he did hockey experience uh, via VR a couple of years ago. All right. I appreciate that. All right, hip-hop news. Uh, Dreamville Festival 2020 is officially canceled. Um, so for all the J. Cole fans out there, uh, last year was the first annual Dream uh, Dreamville Festival, uh, but they officially announced that they're canceling the 2020 edition. Uh, it, was, it was expected to go down uh, in March, I mean in April, but in March the festival was forced to to reschedule it uh, as of the corona, uh, you know, at, as the coronavirus began its rampage. Uh, according to the press release, the uh, second annual festival was set, set to return uh, at uh, Dorothea Dix Park in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, uh, in August. Uh, but because the corona uh, of the coronavirus pandemic, the festival team has made the uh, the difficult decision 
uh, to cancel. The organizers do, however, plan to return in 2021 and release a statement addressing the cancellation. Uh, speaking of J. Cole, um, you know, uh, he will be adding seven gold and three platinum, I, uh, you know, uh, RIAA certifications. Uh, plaque says Mantle, and so uh, the IRAA, which stands for the Recording Industry Association of America, who are the ones that give the platinum and gold plaques, they confirm that seven new gold certification and three platinum selling singles for Cole uh, on Thursday, May 14th. Uh, one, is his, uh, one of his certifi uh, certified platinum releases, Neighbors, uh, from the 2016 uh, For Your Eyes Only, secured double platinum status for selling 2 million copies. So salute to that. Uh, you know, I, I, love, I love this because J. Cole, I love J. Cole's music. I think he's definitely, um, you know, one of the leaders of the new school. Uh, I love his music, but I also love what he stands for. I love, I love his, you know, you know how, how, who he is as a person. Uh, but then also I think that this shows also the slow grind, right? So he got a double platinum plaque, uh, you know, in 2016. So I think that, sh that also shows, um, you know, sort of like the slow grind that a lot of times you don't have to focus on, you know, you know, making all of your money or, you know, doing everything all at once that sometimes there's a, there's a slow grind that you could take advantage of. Um, versus, right? So I don't know if you guys are watching the Versus. Um, and so I, I watched uh, the Versus on Saturday. So if you don't know, Versus is uh, a live uh, battle between artists. So whether it's producers, songwriters, rappers, uh, you know, they, there's different different battles that go on. Um, and so Ludacris um, bat battled Nelly. Uh, and at first, uh, Nelly was getting his uh, Teddy Raleigh on. He was having issues with... Uh, his uh, Wi-Fi, uh, but granted, you know, we heard that uh, in St. Louis there was a storm happening, um, and so uh, that was probably one of you know the, the reason why he was getting the shoddy Wi-Fi. Uh, but they but, but they did uh, eventually go go on. Um, I thought it was classy. I thought it was really classy. I, I enjoyed uh, uh, the music a lot. Uh, not you know, um, I mean, I, I mean, you know what? Let me not sugarcoat. Let me I'll be honest. Like I'm a Ludacris fan. Uh, I like Nelly. I think I think Nelly has um, has had some great success, especially as, as it relates uh, to um, you know putting St. Louis on the map. But I was never really a Saint, uh, 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 Nelly fan as it relates to his music, uh, because I, I I just thought that that um, you know his music was more so for the ladies. You know, like he was you know a ladies man or whatever, and like that's who he was after. It was like all, like all mostly commercial hits, um, and I just think Luda Luda. Uh, for me, lyrically, is just he's just a dope dude. You know what I'm saying? So I think that even with his hits, he like he he was he he would body remixes like you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I so I think Luda Luda kind of like murdered Nelly in, in that. And this is my opinion. Um, it was dope though uh, to look at Nelly uh, like like so I I need Nelly's confidence though. I'll say that you know what I'm saying. Maybe it's a Scorpio thing because he he's definitely he is Scorpio. Salute to my Scorpios out there. But Nelly had, yo, I'm telling you, Nelly was playing these hits. I mean, not even hits, but he was playing these songs. And I was like, I, I was definitely listening to songs that I was like, yo, this joint is trash. But you could not tell based on his face. Like, Nelly, yo, Nelly was, like, vibing. Like, he, yo, he was, he's one of them cats. Um, now, let me not play my guy. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a Scorpio, Scorpio gang. But, uh, but yeah, he was definitely, you know, confident, yo, yo, we need, we need Nelly's confidence. Like he was playing stuff that you like, like, even if you read the comments inside, you was like, yo, what is that? Like, what do you, what, like, what is that? 
and, but he was like vibing. He was singing these things. He was dancing. Uh, they also say he was drunk too, so maybe that that has something to do with it. But salute to my guy Nelly. Salute to salute to uh, you know my guy Ludacris who won hands down. Um, so I I you know I was looking at my guy B dot. Um, you know, I was looking at my guy B Dot's um, uh, Instagram. So I think uh, Buster Rhymes and Swiss Beats was on live, and so B Dot, you know, had reposted it, and I saw it where they they're potentially looking at Buster Rhymes versus Fat Joe. I think that'd be crazy. So I don't think people respect. I, 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 first of all, I think I think Buster Rhymes is a beast. He got hits over hits over hits, but I don't think people respect my guy Joe like they should. Like Joe. Joe has been out since the late 80s. Like, I don't think y'all understand this. Like, I don't think y'all understand that my guy Joe has been out since the late 80s. And in 2020, my guy is still relevant. My guy has still been dropping hits. And as much as I love Buster Rhymes, if Buster, if Joe accepts the battle and, and Joe goes against Buster Rhymes, I think that Joe would probably get this. It's, it's, I love it though because you know, you know, Buster, Buster had had was, was was he's with all the smoke. So from an energy perspective, meaning from a from a uh, you know from an entertainment perspective, I think Buster got you know got him right. But yo, I don't know. I think when you go hit to hit, I think we're sleeping on Joe. I think we I think we not. We, it's gonna be a great battle. I'm not gonna say he gonna smoke him hands down, but. I, I mean, you see, I'm looking in the comments. Martizia, Buster all day. My guy, Jason Clare. My brother, Jason Clare, said Buster would win uh, Win that, though. Buster been out uh, since the 80s, too, unless uh, they are only doing solo projects. Not, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think that Buster has a great catalog. Um, and I, I, he got some hits. But I think that people, I think that that Joe's going to come in at the uh, as the underdog, and people are going to really be surprised at, you know what I'm saying, at, at what he brings to the table. So, the, but the good thing about it is that this, you know, versus is a, is, a, is great for the either on their live or uh, who see it afterwards. I know uh, Jill Scott and Erica Badu, uh, they have, uh, they had uh, almost a billion impressions on, on their, on their battle, but then their, um, you know, their, their song sales went up 300%, right? And so that, so that's the, the economics of it. And so when we think about, um, you know, the freemium model, right? Because I know a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, why aren't they charging? Why don't they do it on a better platform or whatever the case may be? And I know that Swiss and Timberland are like, yo, this is for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're doing this for the culture. Um, and as they do it for the culture, uh, you also want to just make sure that, you know, this is being done for the culture. It's free. Uh, it's allowing people, you know, as they're being quarantined to feel good about themselves. But the economics of it, right? This is what I'm saying. The economics of it is also good because now these artists are able to, you know, make money because you're reminding them about who you are. Uh, so from as a business owner, right, if you're a business owner, think about that, right? Think about that for a second. As a business owner, uh, sometimes you want to be be able to charge for all of your, your content. Uh, but, but, you know, sometimes when you are doing a freemium model and you're giving out stuff for free, um, you know, you are able to, you know, the artists are able to, to you know, to, to capitalize off of that. So I, I do uh, appreciate that. Um, you know, Dimples uh, 44R says we need to create our own platform, though. I agree a thousand percent. I agree a thousand percent because if we had our own uh, platform and maybe that's something they're working on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's something that, that they're working on. Um, but 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 it's, but it's a double edged sword. Right. Because it's like, um, 
you know, if you create your own platform, right, you may not be able to um, get as many people as you would using somebody else's platform. And that's why, so my guy J Jason Clare says uh, free marketing, right? So think about it, right? So so would you rather be a big fish or a small fish in a big pond? No, 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 no that's a wrong, uh, that's a wrong analogy. I, I, I was going to use an a analogy, but that was the wrong saying for this one. Because in this example, I'm saying that um, if you go, um, if you go in and you, people are already, right? So people are already on, um, you know, these platforms um, and then they, you know, and then they see that, all right, we're already on these platforms. This thing is happening. You'll probably get more people who are willing um, to, um, you know, to jump on. Then when, you know, when you move it to your own platform, you know, you may, you may lose some people. That's what I'm saying, you know? So that's what, that way doing it this way does allow, um, you know, more people to join. But who knows? You know, I, I'm just speculating. Who knows? If they did have their own platform, uh, potentially, it, you know, you could uh, see, you know, how things, you know, how things flow. Um, Keith Murray says, uh, do you think after quarantine versus would still be as big as it is? Uh, but I don't know. I, honestly, I think as big as it is right now because of quarantine, right? Because people aren't, aren't going out. Um, and so this is this is a, a a prime opportunity to take take advantage. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that, you know, just like 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 I like I say this for every everybody. I say, yo, take advantage of this time. You know, everybody's home. So so use this as an opportunity to uh you know put out any idea that you had. That way you see if the idea works, um, and then you see the, if the idea works at. Uh, a minimal viable product. You're not spending a lot of money doing it, and then eventually, when the the everything opens up, people are used to, you know, what you're delivering, and you could potentially deliver deliver it a different way. So, uh, I appreciate that. All right, last story. Then I'm gonna open it up for uh, questions. Um, uh, it's about my guy DMX. So DMX reportedly still owes the state of New York two hundred twenty five thousand uh, in back taxes. Um, and so, uh, you know, after serving time in federal prison for tax evasion, uh, the state of New York is now reporting, um, you know, reporting seeking uh, 225000 in back taxes from the hip-hop legend. Um, according to BOSSIP, the state of New York Division of Taxation has filed a tax warrant against X, alleging he owes a total of $224,845 uh, in state income tax. X has uh, had a war uh, tax warrants from the state before. Uh, in 2018, the state issued a lien against him uh, for $20,000, um, and again in 2014 for $230,000. Uh, his longtime attorney, uh, Murray Richmond, uh, does not sound too worried because uh, he said that this is isn't this isn't a set of new unpaid taxes. So uh, I found so so they are you know they are going after him for the two hundred twenty five thousand in taxes. Um, I did find it interesting. I do um, you know this there's a long list of artists uh, who have or, or and actors and entertainers um, you know who have. Um, you know, gone down with the jail and all that stuff over tax evasion. I do think that when you think about artists or anybody who uh, has not had financial education in their life, a, a good financial advisor, a business manager, um, I think that that um, this is why we're seeing these things happen. But uh, like I re even remember in Fat Joe's case where, um, you know, he had spent some time in jail over tax evasion. A lot of it is not because of them. 
right? Like a lot of times they hire people to take care of these things for them and they trust that these people who are taking this, you know, uh, doing these things for them um, are managing it the right way. Um, and because they, they just leave it alone, like, you know, they just be like, all right, my accountant got it. You know, my financial advisor got it. My business manager got it. Um, that they, they don't even realize that things are not being done accurately. Um, and so that's why I always employ financial education first. Uh, like for me, for instance, before I, I hire anybody to do anything for me, uh, I want to make sure that I understand it, right? Because, because, you know, how can there be checks and balances if you don't understand it? Right. Like if you if you hire somebody to do your taxes, for instance, um, and they're telling you, oh, you get this, you know, you get this uh, expense, you get that expense, you get this write off, you get that write off. But you don't understand what a write off is, then you could potentially get yourself in trouble. Right. And so it's important that CPAs, financial advisors, um, you know, uh, business managers, that they're actually, um, you know, they're actually educating you. Right. Uh, my guy Keith Murray says CPAs and financial advisors stealing from them. Uh, that's where uh, it comes from uh, uh, in a cash uh, need people from the culture. Uh, that's for the culture spreading the, that financial literacy. Exactly. Like I agree 100 percent. I think that. Um, you know, but but that's again a double-edged sword. I think that for what for a long time, I, I mean, even in hip hop, for a long time, uh, hip hop has been uh, raising up uh, people that's not from the culture uh, as their trusted advisors, right? Like like they even put it in songs, like you know, my Jewish my Jewish lawyer, my Jewish attorney, and not saying there's anything wrong. You know, this is not like a bash on you know, Jewish attorneys or Jewish lawyers, but a lot of times these people are not from the culture. And when I say culture, uh, I'm meaning hip hop, right? Like they're not from hip hop culture. Um, and and like 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 for, like for me, for instance, when I look at somebody like Fat Joe, like he's a legend to me. Like I yeah, I was a kid when he came out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, he's a legend, living legend. You know what I'm saying? So you know you know DMX legend. You know what I'm saying? Legend. All these legendary people. And so you know my vision and 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 working with with guys like that wouldn't be about only about money. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like yo, like like I'm from the culture. But I'm a financial, uh, you know, uh, educator, financial advisor, and and I, you know, I uh, look at these guys as like legend, legendary. So I do think that there is there is something to be said about, um, you know, people from the culture uh, being able to work with other people from the culture because there's a, a set of understanding, and then there's a set of, um, you know, trust and allegiance uh, that that goes into that. Um, uh, Martiza said, "That's what we do uh, for us by us." You know what I'm saying? Fast out to Martizia, CFP Pro. Check her out. Um, hey, uh, Hove need to start that that wealth management division. That's a fact. That's a fact. Or 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 there need to be more, uh, you know, uh, black and brown financial advisors or financial wealth uh, management um, companies started as well. Because when you think about it, again. Um, we're only 2% of, of the population. Most of the people who provide financial uh, uh, advice are, you know, 98% of them are not black or brown. So uh, we also need to get more people in that field um, so that we have qualified people helping people manage money. All right. That is it for my news. Uh, I'm going to open it up for any questions that you guys may have. You have questions. He has an answer. Ask Ash Cash. Is this a good time to buy a house? What's a good credit score? It's a 401k. Yo, who's Dow Jones? 
Grace, the DJ. My homegirl, Grace. Brick City in the building. I don't know if you're from Brick City. I don't know if you're in New Jersey, though. But I don't know if you're from Brick City. But either way, New Jersey in the building. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, would you recommend self-lender to help boost my credit? Um, I do I do think self-lender is a good option to boost your credit. Uh, I don't think it's the it's the only option. I think there's other options. Um, I think that when you uh, so so again, when you look at the way your credit is broken down, you know, it's five categories: 35, 30, 15, 10, 10. Payment history, usage ratio, um, uh, payment history, usage ratio, length of credit history, um, credit mix, and any new credit that you have. Um, from my understanding, I don't know if self-lenders start, has started to provide credit cards yet. Um, I know that at, at one point they were doing loans. They were doing, um, you know, uh, installment loans or personal loans to help build your credit. Um, and so I know that um, your personal loans do help as it relates to um, – your payment history, that 35% of your payment history. So it helps with that. It helps with your length of credit history. So the, the longer you keep it open, any new credit, credit mix. But it doesn't help with the 30% if they haven't started offering um, credit cards yet. And so uh, my my estimation, uh, my estimation is that uh, cr credit cards work better uh, for your uh, uh, credit than uh, a personal loan, right? Um, and the reason why I say credit cards work better, because when you think about credit cards, it activates that 30%. And so uh, if you have a, you know, if you have a uh, secured credit card, right, if you can't, if you can't get credit for whatever reasons, uh, you can go to uh, get a secured credit card and, and getting a secured credit card uh, will definitely help boost your credit. So uh, if you need help with a, uh, with a secured credit card, go to my website, uh, mindrightmoney.com under resources. Uh, there's a tab for secured credit cards, and you can get a secured credit card there. Uh, it also uh, offers you, you know, uh, the secured credit card uh, should uh, uh, be, um, should go to all three credit bureaus, right? And so it should be reported to TransUnion, Equifax, Experian. Uh, it should be reported to all uh, three credit bureaus. So definitely, uh, you know, take a take a look and make sure that that uh, that's happening. Uh, but, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I would say to that. Great question there. Um... Next question, my guy Kinsley Dugan. Uh, do you know the fastest way to boost your credit score 90 to 180 days? Uh, great question, right? And so uh, the fastest way to boost your credit score uh, in 90 to 180 days uh, is to, number one, uh, make sure that you have no derogatory um, or, uh, you know, collection items on your account. Uh, and if you do, uh, you should uh, immediately uh, go to dispute those items because as you dispute those items um, they're not going to count uh, towards your your, your report um, and you know I, I, I mentioned this before the fact that everybody's at home and quarantine uh, the law hasn't changed as it relates to your credit um, and so uh, if you send something if you dispute something to the credit bureaus they have uh, 30 to 45 days in order to respond to you so if they don't respond to you uh, in that amount of time uh, then it has to be removed, and as something is in dispute, it, sh it doesn't count towards your credit uh, score. Um, but you didn't hear that from me, so that so that's number one. Number two, um, look at your credit card usage because that's thirty percent of your score. Um, and so if you're above, uh, you know, thirty percent usage uh, on your credit cards, then that is, that is negatively affecting your score. Um, and so I would uh, pay down. 
your credit cards to lower uh, than than 30% in order to uh, you know build build up that score. Um, there's other ways to do it. Um, let, let's say if you don't have the money to pay down your credit cards, uh, potentially getting yourself added as an authorized user on someone else's uh, credit card uh, that has a large limit and a low usage, right? So so that's another way to immediately boost that up because let's say for instance, uh, you know your your usage ratio is um, you know your usage ratio is is high, um, and then all of a sudden uh, you get an auto. So I appreciate that question. Jazz Young in the building. Jazz Young in the building. That's the, my my sis. So it's funny we was talking about DMX being a legend and what he's going through. Uh, my sister Jazz Young. You know what I'm saying? One one of, one of the marketing masterminds behind DMX. Uh, so that so that's you know what I'm saying. So salute to her. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see what other questions we got. Um, so let's see. So what's the, so my guy, Jason Claire said, what's the chances that you will create a charge card to help the youth get started? A uh, great question. Um, at some point, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. Um, at some point I, I would definitely look at uh, charge cards and, and other things to help the youth get started. Uh, one of my ultimate goals uh, that I would love to do is I would love to start a bank or a credit union. Um, and so if that, you know, if, in God's will, if, if that happens, uh, then definitely, uh, you know, you know, creating a charge card to get the youth started. I will say that I am, and they're not endorsing me, so, but they, they better cut the check at some point. But, um, I do use Capital One for my daughter. They have a pretty pretty decent account. Um, um, so she has a Capital One account where it allows the parent to control it. So that so I, I do like them for that. Uh, Green Path uh, is another another one. I don't know what fees are associated with Green Path. I know with Capital One there's no fees, so I don't pay anything for her. Um, but there are other like charge cards and 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 things that uh, are out there on the market. Um, and so I know that in um, you know looking at my, you know, like my daughter uh, having Capital One, I like it because she gets her own debit card with her name on it. When, when we go to the store, she could buy her own stuff and we could teach her uh, hands-on how to, uh, you know, how to manage her money. So, um, but yeah, to your point, um, the bigger the bigger play for me, I would love to uh, start a bank, uh, start a credit union, something like that, um, and just have, you know, a financial institution for us by us. That's my that's my big my big goal. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, we got Sarah uh, Sarah Drea uh, on Instagram says, uh, "What do you think about a Roth four hundred one k?" I think it, I think it's dope. Um, I think that that a, that a Roth account um, allows you to have tax free distribution. Um, and I think that if you're young, um, it's even more so. Be it's even more so better. I don't know if that's uh, if that's the right way to say it, <laughs> but it's better, even more so, because when you think about a Roth, um, a Roth allows you to uh, take out money tax free. So so granted, the money won't be tax deductible, meaning that you won't be able to deduct it from your taxes today. But if you are investing that money into something that is uh, lucrative, right? That's 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 increasing. Um, that increase you never have to pay taxes on. So let's say, for instance, in your lifetime, uh, you've uh, put two hundred thousand 
into a Roth account, and that Roth, that two hundred thousand grows to a million dollars over your lifetime, then that that additional eight hundred thousand dollars you never have to pay taxes on. Um, and I and I appreciate that. I think that I like that better than to get a tax deduction on the two hundred thousand today, but then your account grows to a million, uh, and then you have to pay taxes on that whole million as you're taking the money out. So I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of the Roth account. So I, I would say Roth are, are the way to go. Um, let's see. So we got uh, uh, Diving in Stilettos first. Uh, says, have you heard of NACA? Is it a smart program to use for a first-time homebuyer? I've heard of NACA. I do like NACA. Um, I think NACA, uh, the reason why I like NACA is because NACA d doesn't just uh, come with um, good deals and, and things of that nature, uh, but they also have uh, the education that comes with it. So as a first-time home buyer, um, I do think that there's a lot of education that's necessary uh, in order for somebody to uh, uh, be successful in purchasing a home. I've, I've known a lot of people and heard of a lot of people who uh, were first-time home buyers, um, and as they are first-time home buyers, they um, get into situations where um, they didn't know everything that came with buying a home, um, and so they got into they got into trouble, and they were you know they um, were for whatever reasons you know uh, lost the house or went into foreclosure or had to downsize or whatever uh, because of that education. I think education before is key before anything. You know, before you buy a before you start a business, have education. Before you buy a first home, have education. Before you hire a CPA or, or you know, anybody like that, you know, have education. Edu I think education uh, is, is important, and I think education is the key, um, you know, to, to longevity in anything. And so I do like NACA because they do provide uh, that education. Appreciate the question. All right, what else we got? What else we got? All right. Um, ooh, I like this. Uh, AUE locks say, uh, what what are your thoughts around using 401k to start a business or buy a home? Who? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think that a 401k uh, should be used to for for your retirement. I do think it should be used for your retirement. I do think that. Uh, a business could also be used for your retirement as well, right? Meaning that if it's a viable business, the business is doing well, um, then it could also be used for your, um, you know, for, for your retirement. A home, potentially, um, you know, if it's the right deal, uh, I wouldn't necessarily uh, buy a home to live in using a 401k unless it's a, it's a multi-use multi, multi -use family, you know, meaning like a, a, a duplex or a triplex or whatever where you could potentially get some income doing it. What I would say is uh, do do that as the last resort. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily do that as the first thing, like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this first. I would do it probably at, uh, you know, as, as the last resort, number one. Number two, uh, even when you think of uh, definitely um, from a business perspective, start, starting a business, I would use it as a last resort because, um, you know, I'm not a fan of starting a business with a lot of capital. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a fan of making sure that you that you have a minimal viable product. You know, make, secure your first bag first. Make sure that this is something that people actually want. 
that people actually are going to invest in, like do that first before you start dumping all this money into it. Um, I know people who have started businesses who were like, yo, this is a great idea. They didn't really test the idea. They just kind of like did it. Um, they got investors or they, you know, borrowed money or whatever the case may be. And by doing that, um, they put all this money into this business and did not reap the benefits that they wanted to reap. Um, and so I, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, making sure that it's it's viable first. So before I put out a book, before I put out any products or services, uh, I will put uh, you know I will put a lot of time in maybe, um, you know, and 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 try to put out a product from a minimal viable perspective as much as possible, and then, you know, based on that, you know, based on uh, the minimal viable product, how it does allows me to double down. I'll give you an example for for instance, small example, but uh, my books for instance, right? So. You know, I put I put you know a lot of time, effort into writing books or whatever. Not a lot of money, um, and then I put the book out, or or I tease it first to see if people are gonna buy it. Then if people buy it, then I put you know then I dump it out, and I put it out for sale. And then if 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 I've had enough people buy it or pre-sell it or whatever, um, I then start to dump money into it so pe more people can see it, right? So then I I'll I'll get a press release. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay money to get a press release. I'll you know, maybe pay some uh, influencers, do influencer marketing. Um, I then would uh, pay for ads, right? And so all of my books uh, on M Amazon or the ones that do well, I, I, I spend ad money, right? So I, I spend money uh, getting those books in front of more people because the more ad money I spend, the more people buy it. But the only reason I'm willing to spend money on ads is because I've already proved the concept. So um, to, to that question about using your 401k to start a business, uh, I wouldn't necessarily use it to start the business. I would use it to grow the business, right? So, like, let's say, for instance, once you have proved the concept um, and you know that people are buying it and you need this extra money because if you had this extra money, it would allow your, your business to thrive more or, you know, you could double down on the things that are already working that's already giving you money, uh, then I would say, yes, that's a good idea. But other than that, uh, I would use 401k as a last resort because the 401k, you got to think about it, right? Because in some cases, your 401k, uh, if you withdraw money from your 401k uh, prior to 59 and a half, they might, you know, charge penalties and things of that nature. Uh, you're going to get taxed on it if you weren't taxed on it. Um, I know there's some provisions now because of coronavirus, but still, you want to you wanna use it as the last, last resort. Great question, Locks. I appreciate you. All right. Um... Uh, Sean is marketing says any recommendations on which banks to open an initial business account with honestly I would I would say do your research um, I'm not uh, I'm not versed enough um, not not say I'm not versed enough but I don't I think from my personal experience that um, it's based on location you know and based on the, the services that you that you need right so I'll give you an example um, so when I was, uh, so I live in Atlanta now, when I lived in New York, um, I had a, a local bank. I had a, a local, a local bank. I won't say their name cause I, uh, yeah, I won't say their name. I had a local bank, um, and I didn't really like their service. Uh, even though I like, I love their mission. Uh, I didn't really like their service, you know? Um, and so I wound up closing it. Then I went to a regional bank, um, and the regional bank was good, um, but again, it, it, there was something about their service because it was a smaller bank. They just didn't provide uh, good enough service for me. 
Um, and then as I started to travel more for work, I realized that it was necessary for me to have access to um, a bank that was, you know, state to state. You know, like if I needed to get cash or whatever the case may be, um, you know, I mean, you know, granted, you can do things with your debit card or whatever the case may be. But uh, if if I needed like cash, I, you know, I wanted to be able to walk into a bank and get cash, you know. Um, and so that's why I started banking with a national. I do have my business account with a national bank. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not 100 percent. That's why I'm not saying their name, because I'm not 100 percent satisfied with them. Uh, they do the they do the trick uh, or, or they're, they're good. You know what I'm saying? But but I, but I, I would rather potentially bank with. Um, I mean, no, I would say that they do the trick. Let me let me not say that. Let me not like ish on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like them. Um, but you know, I do have, uh, other accounts, other places. Uh, I, I haven't found an online bank that is good for business yet. Uh, if you know any recommendations, please put them so I could check them out. Um, but right now I would say just do, do your research and, 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 and I'll, you know, I'll start to look at some of those things, but I, but just understand what you need. If you, if you run a business and your business is mainly like from a local perspective, then having a local bank might be the best, you know what I'm saying? Especially because when you think about loans and, you know, knowing your loan officer, things of that nature, you want to, you want to have, you know, you know, you want to do that. Um, but if you need access and here's the other thing, and this is, this is why I was saying that I need a national bank, right? For instance, um, I've had fraud done to my accounts when I was, it was regional. Um, and then it took a long time to get my money back. It was like all these things that, you know, it was, it was tough. Uh, and to the point where there's been times I've been traveling, you know what I'm saying? Um, having a, a small regional bank and because they're small and regional, they would decline purchases that weren't in New York. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was tough, you know, but now with this national bank, you know, if fraud happens, they own it really quick, but then they know my patterns. Um, and so they, they know that I travel a lot. And so that they, you know, they, they allow the, the, you know, I don't know if their fraud system is better, but they know when things are fraud and they know when things are like official. So, um, so yeah, appreciate that question. All right. We got a few more minutes left. So, um, let me see, let me see. Um, All right, so we got a few more minutes. So, uh, so uh, Locks, uh, AUE Locks says, uh, what about black-owned banks? Uh, so I have an account with a black-owned bank here in Atlanta. Uh, I'll say Citizens. I have, I have an account with Citizens. Um, so I think it's Citizens Trust. And they've been around for a very, very long time. Uh, and I just use them to, you know, to help, you know, put money into, like, black-owned banks. Uh, unfortunately, there hasn't been any black-owned banks that have been national. Like, there's no national uh, black-owned banks that I would bank with. Uh, there are some that are housed in, 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 in one state and allow you to open accounts from different states, um, but they don't have, like, locations in those places. And uh, their service still, they can't hire enough people. And so when I call, even sometimes with credit unions, when you call them, you have to be on, on hold for a long time. Uh, they 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 push you to do things online, and you can't speak to a person. Um, and I understand, you know, I ran a credit union, so I understand the um, uh, you know, the things that come with that. Uh, is that is that if you you know if you have limitations on what you can spend money on, then 
uh, you know, that, that can limit the amount of service you can give. So I'm not saying bad service. I just mean, like, not enough service. Um, and so I would really love, like, an online-only bank that was, you know, for us, by us, because that way, uh, you know, the service could be good, but the, um, you know, you don't have the overhead of, of having a physical branch. So great question. All right, y'all, we're running out of time. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, please subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel, ashcashtv.com. Uh, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, subscribe to the podcast uh, at the ashcashshow.com. Uh, we will be uh, releasing some exclusive one-on-one uh, -on -one interviews coming up uh, on the Ash Cash Show. Um, uh, so, so not on this live, but you'll see it on the Ash Cash Show. So go to the AshCashShow.com uh, and subscribe to the podcast. Again, uh, this is for us, by us, your top finance uh, and hip-hop news and pop culture news. Um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Go to MindRightMoney.com. All of the news articles will be posted there. Uh, under resources, you can support uh, the show. Uh, you can support... Uh, books, you can support uh, e-guides, courses, all of that. Uh, go to uh, mindrightmoney.com and under resources, you'll see those things. Until tomorrow, same time, same place. Peace. Baby, baby, I got your money, money.